Welcome. You are now listening to an episode of the Stone Cutters podcast with Will and Aaron. On this episode, we discuss growth, morning routines, and defending your thoughts. The audio at the end of this episode is a little distorted, but I didn't want to edit it out because the message was so powerful. Enjoy. This is what I'm doing, like this podcast. You know, we don't have the, the, you know, there's no angle switching, you know, there's no soundproof room. It's like, nah, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk like how we always do. Yeah. You know? And that's, the, and, and that's like, because I think what, what I've come across too is that people are waiting on, oh, you know, I'm going to do the podcast once we get a three camera set up. I'm going to do the podcast after we get a website. I'm going to do the podcast after we do this, after this falls into place. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those things are nice to haves and those things will come with time. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, well, I want to get paid for my craft. In the beginning, if you like, I need to be making a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. I need to be making that friend's money mm-hmm. right up front mm-hmm. before I even. That's that's me getting paid for my craft, and mm-hmm. it's the same sort of thing. It's like you know what, get going, mm-hmm. and at, in due time, what you asked for will be given to you. Yeah, yeah, and I think we always gotta you know look at how, you know, you sow into the ground. You know, like today, seeing the grapes on the trees. You know. It was kind of so funny because it's like, you know, you go into Whole Foods, you go into Trader Joe's, and you get your grapes. And today being in Oregon, since things go from the from the farm to the table, I'm walking past and I'm seeing a, a tree that has actual grapes on it. So then that makes me think about, wow, a seed had to be sowed into the ground. Healthy ground. Healthy ground. Healthy soil. Healthy soil. And time had to pass. And you have to continue to cultivate it. And you have to continue to cultivate it. So sometimes when we sow the seed into the ground, it disappears yep. by the natural eye. You can't see you it. You can't see it. And so we start giving up. We start doubting. We start cursing the ground. We start saying, I ain't going to never be nothing. Back to the critic. Yep. Instead of knowing that it's a process. And it's under the ground and it's growing. And, and it's growing, yep. And it's like, would you stop putting water on a fertile piece of land that you've planted seeds in just because you can't see the you can't see anything come up yet. Right. You continue to water it and continue to water it, and then once something breaks through the soil and it comes out, then you need to keep keep watering it, keep watering it. So there's two different things happening. Mm-hmm. I think some folks plant the seed, write it down, tell a few people, and they want those seeds to grow without putting the water on there. Mm-hmm. And then there's other folks that once they see the idea sprout, let's say that for me, for example, I want to work at Nike. I apply to a job. I get a call from a recruiter. I go in for an interview. The same thing is when when the seed starts to sprout and you see it come up through the ground, mm-hmm. people stop pouring water on it. That's true. Because it's already starting to grow. Well, I don't even do true. anything else. And then you get to, when I got to that first interview, I was like, oh man, I got it made. I'm right here. They called me. I just got to knock out this interview. And the, inter- the first interview didn't go well. So what do I need to do? Pour some more water back on that. Because yeah. it sprouted through. They see me. Mm-hmm. I got to an interview. But I need to continue to grow that mm-hmm. so that that can get larger. Whatever right. it is. The right. tree, the plant, the fruit, the vegetable. Right. So that it can come out and it can continue to grow. That's good stuff. I like that. I like that. You can relate that in in so many different ways. You know, you know, you got you to sow and you got to water. And... 
the other thing is that when you want to grow corn or you want to grow any kind of plant, mm -hmm. you don't just drop one seed. Woo! You don't just drop one seed. What, you going to get one strawberry? You right. get one stalk of corn? Right. So th that's when we're talking about having people have multiple things mm -hmm. and multiple seeds. They Johnny Appleseed. They throwing out seeds. Mm -hmm. And what it what it does is is that you throw out a bunch of seeds. You water it. You water it. Some of those seeds are never gonna bloom and they're never gonna break through. But if you're just waiting for one to come through, mm -hmm. versus you have an entire crop, mm -hmm. and and you start to see multiple ones sprouting, mm -hmm. that goes to you mm -hmm. and but what about you know um you know what about someone who take that to someone that has they have many different things that they're good at you know what i mean and so they're spending time you know throwing seeds over here to this this idea they're throwing seeds over here to this idea they're throwing seeds over this to this idea but they you know they can't water every single one of those different ideas at the same time in order for them to blossom like you would throw you know, on a ground, on a fertile ground. You can plant corn, you can plant a peach tree, you can plant, they will pop up at different times, but you can, since they have different times that they pop up, you can water like this. Yeah. But in reality, as a person, you know what I mean? You don't have the time to really water like this. That's, and, and I'm not a farmer, mm -hmm. but I know that things grow in seasons. Mm -hmm. And as when you're a farmer, there's certain things that grow during certain seasons mm -hmm. and not being able to water everything is, is logical. Mm -hmm. So sometimes in a, in a particular piece of land, you have to plant a seed or plant an idea and grow it. And at a certain point, the, the, the ground and the crop, you've already cultivated it. You've, mm -hmm. The dream's already been realized. You need to retill the land mm -hmm. and then you need to plant a new crop. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like one of these things, if you have an acre of land, mm -hmm. you damn sure can't plant carrots, potatoes, corn, strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, raspberries on the same piece of land. No, you can't. Mm -hmm. Everything has to be done in such a way that it's sort of structured and it's segmented so that it's like, okay, and having a plan like, okay, we're going to start plant a couple apple trees we're going we're going to let those things grow over here and then we're going to do a little bit of this and then after this has come to fruition after i get to nike mm -hmm. and after i've accomplished this we're going to retill that land and then we're going to make it so that i can teach people this piece over here you did this and then it's that's come to fruition you've got the show you've got this mm -hmm. now we're going to retill that and then we're going to put something else mm -hmm. down mm -hmm. uh, it's it, it's not going to work if i'm like I want to work at Nike. I want to do a podcast. I want to do the teaching thing. I want to do this. I want to write a book. Mm -hmm. I want to open up an art gallery. And you put all these different things down and you try to water all of them at the same time. You don't have that luxury. Mm -hmm. You have to sort of focus on certain things. You can have multiple things, but it has to have a little bit of a focus mm -hmm. on some of the things that are, are immediate term, things that are going to come to fruition short term versus things that are going to come to fruition long term so it's like you identifying you know and sitting with yourself identifying what season that you the thing that you want to plant yes you know um and i'm not sure how how in depth you do this i do sort of a one year two year five year ten year mm -hmm. outlook mm -hmm. and this is where after meditations and self-reflections you really take a look at yourself and you say, well, we're in 2018. Right. Where am I going to be in 2028? Mm -hmm. And really listening to that inner voice to mm -hmm. be like, well, it would be great if you lived in another country for a period of time. It would be great if you had this. It would be great if you were able to accomplish this. It would be great if mm -hmm. you could give back 
and you could do these different things. So that goes onto the 10-year plan, mm -hmm. and then you back up and you say, okay, well, halfway between the 10-year and now is the five-year. Mm -hmm. So what do I need to accomplish, or what do I need to start to look at in the next five years so that the things that I want to accomplish in the next 10 years can be possible? Mm -hmm. And then from there, you back off and you say, okay, well, to get to these five-year pieces, what do I need to be doing in the next two years? Mm -hmm. What do I need to be doing next year? Mm -hmm. And something that we talked about on some of our Instagram lives was taking time every week to sit down with yourself to really set that, Oprah talks about setting that intention right. for the following week. Right. So you sit down with yourself and you set an intention week by week, and then you need to have a strategic planning session with yourself to map Woo. out the- map oh, out. Hold on, you can't just run over that. <laughs> a strategic planning <coughs> session with yourself. A, st a strategic, strategic. Planning session with yourself. A strategic planning uh, session. Sex. <laughs> session. A strategic planning session with yourself. With yourself. Yes. That's, that's, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Well, and it, this is something that's really been helpful to me is watching Back to the Future, watching Total Recall, watching any movie or reading anything that is set in the future. Blade Runner. Any of these things because I think we get so stuck in it, it's good to be to live in the present and to live in the moment but also to to understand and, and to creatively imagine what the future is going to be for you mm -hmm. and that's how you set your purpose that's how you set your intention let's say that somebody is in high school right now and they say that I want to teach everybody mm -hmm. in the next 10 years I want everybody to know about this right and it's like, okay, well, how are you going to become a teacher? How are you going to reach the masses? You need to really step back and figure out, okay, well, I need to build a platform, to, you know, find a calling, and, mm -hmm. and sort of build it out that way. So strategically, watching movies in the future really gets me in that mindset. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, we're going to have flying cars. We're going to have this. We're going to have wearable technology. We're going to have all of these different advancements. How do I fit into it? And really picture yourself walking down the street. What am I? How am I going to be walking down the street in ten years? What am I going to be? That's good stuff. What am I going to be focusing on? What? Right. And and it and then where am I going to be working? Mm -hmm. How much money am I going to be making? Mm -hmm. What time am I going to wake up in the morning? Mm -hmm. Like I think that and this is these are all different things that we all can look at. With it, with an objective mind to just be like, you know what? In ten years, I want to wake up at nine a.m. every morning. Mm -hmm. I want to get ten hours of sleep. I want to do this, this, and this. Very, very simple things. I want to be able to to be a part of X, Y, and Z. I want to work for the United Nations in ten years. Right. Okay. Well, how do we? How do we? How get, do we get there? How do we get there? Who do you know right now that can get you there tomorrow? Can you start talking that? Can you? Do you have the courage? to tell people that you want to work at the United Nations, that you want to have your fine art up in MoMA, that you want to have your interior design work change people just from looking at things or living in different spaces. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's really about like everything that goes into that. Right. It's like it's it's seeing into the future. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and then backing up and planning accordingly. Yeah. You know, so it's like one of those things that you can pull out of that is I love what Earl Nightingale says. Men just don't think, you know, we just not thinking, you know, I get up in the morning. What I've been doing lately since I've been here, and I don't know, because 
Portland is different. It's a little bit more quiet. It's a little bit more. It's just not as busy as L.A. Is that I'm not allowing things to steal my thoughts. Yeah. You know, whether it be Instagram, whether it be me checking my phone. As soon as I get up in the morning, like when I got up today, I just sat here for a minute. And I was just thinking about some of the things that I was writing. And start to think about the day. You know, instead of just let everything just come at me, the news, or this person said this, or this phone call, this person needs money for this. Like, you know, thinking, like simply thinking. Like a lot of things that you're saying and I'm saying is that it, it requires you to think. It doesn't always require as much money, you know, because the great things come out of when you don't have enough resources because you begin to think of how to do things and brilliance comes out of that, you know, so we have to start thinking. Yeah. You talked about a couple of different things here and I, I want to just break them down a little bit. So waking up in the morning and not letting anything steal your thoughts mm -hmm. is really about you're, you're in a perfect situation. You woke up this morning without an alarm, right? That's true. You woke up without an alarm, which means that your phone wasn't the first thing that you, the, the, your phone didn't wake you up. Mm -hmm. You woke yourself up mm -hmm. and your phone was on silent, which means that sometimes we wake up, the phone's buzzing. The phone's buzzing, text messages, emails, and that's what steals our attention right when we wake up in the morning. Right. So you wake up without the phone mm -hmm. and then you're, and then you're also able, because you've been doing it for so long, you're able to sit there and really collect your thoughts, mm -hmm. recall what happened yesterday, mm -hmm. set an intention for today. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people, I posted something on my Instagram and it's basically my morning routine. And I, the, the next step for me is really where you were at this morning is that I think a lot of us use our alarm to w our, use our phone to wake up in the morning as an alarm mm -hmm. versus really getting into a healthy sleeping habit where your body will naturally wake up when you are supposed to wake up. Mm -hmm. If you go to bed on time and you give your body enough rest that it needs, it will wake you when you need to be woken up. Mm -hmm. Whether it's 7 a.m., 7.30 a.m., 5.30, 6.30, anything like that. So if I can get my body to wake me up where that I don't need the phone to help me get up, mm -hmm. then that's one less thing that's going to steal my thoughts. So part of my morning routine is the alarm wakes me up. I immediately jump into the shower, take the cold shower, mm -hmm. which everybody should be doing mm -hmm. if you aren't already. Cold, start cold, end cold. I don't know about this start warm, end cold. I, you get in cold, it'll wake you up. You wash yourself, all of that. But while I'm in the shower, I have a thing called shower notes. It's waterproof pencil waterproof paper and I have a list right now it's a list of 11 things some of them are material things some of them are more of concepts but these are things that I'm setting an intention for a part of that strategic plan mm -hmm. like I'd like to own a house that my entire family could live in I'd like to own a particular vehicle mm -hmm. I'd like to be able to travel at least once every six months out of the year with my family mm -hmm. you know and every day so when I get into that shower I look at that list of 11 things mm -hmm. and I start to really set intentions around those things like how can I get, how can I bring one of these 10 things closer to me today mm -hmm. by speaking it by taking action towards one of those things one of the things on there is the podcast mm -hmm. so and that's what we're doing but hold up not not to cut you and because I know someone else is thinking about this right now <laughs> hold up a waterproof pencil 
and waterproof paper. Shower notes. Shower notes. So Shower what, notes. what do you find as it Amazon? Amazon. Okay. Amazon, and and I have uh, yes, I can post. I can post that on my Instagram too. And I think a lot of us will come up with ideas in the shower because the shower is one of the last bastions for all of us not to have our phone in our hand until all the phone companies start coming out with completely waterproof phones. When you're in the shower, you are cleaning yourself. You are focusing your mind and That's your good. energy That's on good yourself. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> that, that threw me for a minute. I was like, okay, yeah, I need that. Yeah, and the, and the and and for me, I'm a I'm a I don't I'm actually an Earth sign in terms of the Capricorn astrology, but I am so much of a water baby. I love to be around water. I love to be around flowing and moving water. And there's something about the sound of of running water, the sound of a shower, the sound of water, sort of hitting all these different surfaces and. It's almost like white noise. Mm-hmm. Like if you were in a room and you were meditating and you had white noise, or if you had a one of these uh, these bowls that makes those those uh, chime noises mm-hmm. or things like that. That's what I get when I'm in the shower. Mm-hmm. And it's been proven. I mean, uh, people are creative in the shower, and great ideas come from the shower. Yeah, a lot of great ideas. And to to go to that point, like when we're talking about minds and we're talking about writing things down, mm-hmm. we're going to, we're going to, this is just going to be something that's reoccurring, but right. writing things down, it does a, a, a couple different things. One, it brings it into existence. It's really thoughts become things. Right. The first thing is writing it down. Your idea is now something that's tangible. It's written on a piece of paper. It is, it exists right. in, on the, on the planet earth. Right. Like there is matter and there is energy behind it because right. you've written it down. The other thing that it does is, is that it alleviates energy from inside of your mind because you've written it down. That's true. That's you true. You now have more thinking power, more horsepower in your mind to go for that next thing because you've written it down. You've written it down. Mm-hmm. So it's like the more things that you can write down that are in your mind the more your mind is free to c- come up and to create new ideas, new things. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's so funny, man, because, you know, I'm just sitting up here, you know, I'm listening, you know, because right now when we talked about, you know, the stone cutter, you know, who's the cutter, who's the stone, you know, I'm listening. I'm like, I'm the stone right now. And some of the things is just nice and chopping away, you know, and 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 refining me, you know, as I'm listening to some of the things that you're you're saying, because then I start to think about these are principles that should have been taught from one through twelve. Yeah, you know what I'm saying in, in school. No one really talks about you know write the vision down and make it plain. You know we overlook it. You know what I'm saying, but it's important to write it down to get that energy out of your mind. You know so that you can see it, just like a. You know, an architect that builds a building, he comes to the people who uh, pay them to design the building with a blueprint. Yep. You know, then you can start to make changes. You can start to alter uh, different things. Now I want the bathroom over here. Yep. You know, now I want the ceilings to be 20-foot ceilings. You know, you can you can have that whole little process in that, you know. So it's so important, like, not to miss the step of writing things down. Yeah. <laughs> The beautiful baby's coming. <laughs> you know. Blueprint, we gonna should we take a stop here?
Oh, I think we should keep going. The baby might bring bring some life, some joy, <laughs> you know. And then we can go ahead and stop. So I guess we keep talking about stone cutters. I'm gonna give everybody the quote, and it's from Jacob Reese. When nothing seems to help, I go look at a stone cutter hammering away at his rock, perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Mm-hmm. Yet at the hundred and first blow, no. it'll mm-hmm. split in two. And I know that it was not that blow that did it, that all that had gone before. Mm-hmm. So what that's really talking about is is that you're going to be, everybody is chipping away at the rock, but they're not seeing anything. Mm-hmm. And what they need to remember is that when they finally make that, when that piece falls off and the new facade is exposed, it wasn't that last hit. Mm-hmm that exposed the, 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 the new facade, it was all the ones that had gone into it before it. Mm-hmm. So there's so many parallels. When we talk about stone cutters, we are showing you all the steps that had gone before, but you're also there with us mm-hmm. as new pieces of facade shine through. Right, right. As we keep chipping away at right. it. Right, and that's important, you know what I mean? And it's a just... You know, even in that, like, you know, you can look at your heart as a stone. You know, you, you, you know, there's some things that could be in your heart, some fears or some unforgiveness that's blocking a person from even getting to the step of wanting to think positive. Yep. You know, so, you know, chipping away at that, you know, dealing with it, you know, confessing it, you know, looking at it, not being afraid of it so that you can move forward because... You know, the, the, the one of the ultimate goals is to fulfill your destiny, to fulfill your assignment, to even know what your assignment is. You know, when things were, were, were taken or things happen, you know, that put you in a place where you cannot see it in its pure form. You know, that's one thing that's love, uh, love about love. Love is so pure, you know, and love will show you that, you know. So sometimes that biggest stone is not a career. It's not uh many other things it's simply that stone in your heart that you got to chip away at yep you know to remove that in order so that you can move forward Mm -hmm. so that you can think about new things new ideas you know what i mean yeah and then if you look at it like this i think folks will also be fearful of chipping away Mm -hmm. because their inner critic tells them that where they're at right now is good enough or don't expose any more any more of who you are to everybody don't continue to expose your true self because those people are going to take advantage of you. Those people are going to ridicule you. Mm-hmm. So don't continue to hammer away at that. And it mm-hmm. and that that fear of of not taking action it takes many different forms. Mm-hmm. Some of the forms are well, I'm good where I'm at, or that's that's not for me. Right. Or, you know what? Somebody else has already done that. Then I'm not even going to try that. Instead right. of no, sometimes you have to go that way. Yeah. And that's where that's where you're you're intended to go. Right. That's true. That's so true. <laughs> That's so true. The baby is going at this point. Yes. Yeah. But it is nap time, so yeah. she's going to be headed headed for a nap here That's very shortly. Yeah. Well, you was just watching Stonecutters. My name's Will Cat. My name is Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace.